This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, traders, Akil Stokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. If you guys are new, I'm a professional Forex trader. I'm also a trading coach over at tier1trading.com, and this is a podcast that I release each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, hopefully giving you some helpful hints that will help you navigate your trading journey and eventually find success in the markets. Today's episode, we're going to talk about cell phones and why you should not be using them. Now, I know you may disagree, but do me a favor, listen to this episode with an open mind. And if you do want to share your opinion, feel free to leave a comment, shoot me a tweet, shoot me a message, and we can discuss. So I find myself to be in somewhat of a, a weird situation today. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't really know how to feel about it. You see, it, it, it's a Sunday. I slept in today, which means I woke up about 7.30, and I am somehow ahead on my to-do list. Now, let me, let me, that's maybe, maybe that's an exaggeration. Okay, so I'm not ahead on my to-do list, but typically I'm about 50 things behind. So by being only about 25 things behind, I'm going to count that as a win and count that as being ahead. And... I didn't do a Trading Edge weekend video this week. For you guys that are new to the podcast, I do a, me and my, my trading partner, Jason Greystone, right? We have a trading company called Tier One Trading. It's a trading education company. And we do a daily video called The Trading Edge, where we, we show our traders what's on our radar. We give them some, uh, some educational value, maybe share with them a little psychological rant from the day. And I usually do a, a weekend version for YouTube. But this week I said no. All right. I'm, I'm, don't have the time for it. There's nothing really in the market that uh, interests me. So I'm going to give myself a little less stress and, and handle my to-do list. Maybe that's why I'm caught up. But I'm sitting here now and I finally had a chance to go through my pocket list. And if you guys aren't familiar, it's this, um, this website and an app called Pocket where essentially you can save articles, right? A big old, basically a, a master bookmark. So I've got like a million and one articles on there. And I said, you know what? I just finished a book. You know what? I just finished the videos I was supposed to watch on, on uh, some crypto stuff. Let's read through some of these articles. And I came across an interesting article on cell phones. And today's topic, we're going to get into a little bit about cell phones and trading. I'm not a big fan of it at all, but I want to first share with you a little bit about this article. And it talks about kind of the effect that cell phones has uh, has had on us. And Cell phones are essentially an extension of our hands right now. I know most of us, I know the study said most of us look at our cell phones about 80 times a day. And this journal did a, um, a couple of studies. And the first one says this. It says, a 2015 journal of experimental psychology study involving 166 subjects found that when people's phones beep or buzz while they're in the middle of a challenging task, their focus wavers. 
and their work gets sloppier, whether they check the phone or not. Another 2015 study, which involved 41 iPhone users and appeared in the Journal of Computer uh, Mediated Communication, showed that when people hear their phone ring but are unable to answer it, their blood pressure spikes, their pulse quickens, and their problem skills decline, their problem-solving skills decline. And I've made the habit of doing this. I'm going to start off by telling you a backstory. When I, I, I'm a, I am guilty of everything that I just mentioned, right? I, my cell phone is one of my biggest tools for communication. You guys know I'm all over social media, so it is literally attached to my hands because I'm always checking emails, I'm checking tweets, I'm checking this, responding to that, right? And about two years ago, I had broke my uh, my cell phone. It was uh, we were getting ready for a New Year's Eve party. We threw a big New Year's Eve bash with a bunch of our friends. And you guys that know a little bit about me, you know I love to cook, right? Uh, owning a restaurant and being a head chef was one of my uh, original dreams coming out of high school. But sports over uh, overtook that. Um, so whenever we have these big uh, these big get-togethers, I'm the one that is cooking and putting everything uh, together. And of course, as I just mentioned, even though it's New Year's, I never stop working. My phone is attached to me. It's, it's right on the side of the counter. And I accidentally bump it off. It falls on the floor and it cracks. Long story short, um, because it's New Year's Eve, it's a holiday. Uh, I end up missing the, the time period where I can get a new cell phone that day. And I have to wait about, um, I think it was about a week. It was about maybe like five days, but it basically felt like a week um, before I can get a new phone. So I was phoneless for five days. And I was scared. I was nervous. Even though I, I have the luxury of growing up in the, uh, being at the age, I should say, where half my life was spent without cell phones and half my life was spent with it. I, so, so I'm not like the younger people out there that have never known life without, without a cell phone. That's going to be a very scary thing in the future, by the way. Um, but it, it's weird because I'm so accustomed to working all of the time and the cell phone is, again, a, a big tool in that. And... It ended up being the most delightful period of my life, man. I was so relaxed. I was stress-free. I was spending more time with the family. I had a glow on my face. Because I didn't have the burden of all the work stuff that I had to do. If I wanted to do work, I physically had to go into my office and load up my computer and do what I had to do. I couldn't kind of multitask and half pay attention to what my wife's saying and half pay attention to responding to this tweet. I can, I can just put my full focus on everything. And I was much more efficient. I was extremely efficient. And of course, I vowed to myself, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm never changing. As soon as I get my new phone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide it somewhere. I'm not going to take it with me. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this level of efficiency up. And what do you think I did, guys? What do you think I did? Yeah, I went right back to it, right back to it, right? The temptation is, it's, it's, <laughs> these cell phones are so great. Um, but one thing I try to do now, one thing I do, comma, do, is when I perform technical analysis in the morning, when I, when I do anything that I, I need to be fully focused on, I make sure to mute my cell phone and leave it in another room. Um, because just like the article, the study said, I, I find myself getting halfway through my analysis. I get a little ting goes off. I check my cell phone. I come back. I come back and I, I'm not as sharp. So I try to remove that distraction when it's time to get work done. Now, another study said that researchers recruited 520 undergraduate students um, at UCSD and gave them two standard tests of intellectual acuity. One test gauged the available cognitive capacity. 
a measure of how fully a person's mind can focus on a particular task. The second assessed fluid intelligence, a person's ability to interpret and solve an unfamiliar problem. The only variable in the experiments was the location of the subject's smartphones. Some of the students were asked to place their phones in front of them on their desk. Others were told to stow their phones in their pockets or handbags. Still, others were required to leave their phones in a completely different room. The results were striking in both tests. The subjects whose phones were in view posted worse scores, while those who left their phones in a different room did the best. Those students who kept their phones in their pockets or bags came out in the middle and the phone's proximity increased, or as the phone's proximity increased, brain power increased, or decreased, excuse me, as the phone's proximity increased, brain power decreased. And that, the subject kind of goes on to talk about that a little bit, how brain power decreased with the use of our cell phone. And I believe in that. I'm, I'm, we're not going to make this trading, uh, this trading coach podcast about that because that's a, that's an entirely different subject, but um, it's a, it's a gift and a curse, it, not just cell phones, but technology in general, right? The, the, the smarter we become, the more efficient we become, right? So the, the more intelligent we become, we find ways to do things more efficiently. However, when we find ways to do things more efficiently, we stop using a certain skill. And when you don't use it, you lose it, right? For example, um, I can't spell to save my life, right? I cannot spell to save my life. And you know why? I did not have the best education in the world, but I should still be able to spell. I don't know how to spell to save my life because I don't try, right? I, I grew up where um, we started having spell check, right? So you guys, you know, you, you write something, it's got the little squiggly line under it and you just press a button and it switches it for you, right? So because technology has become so advanced, right? I don't have any need to learn how to spell this word on my own, right? I'm not writing handwritten letters anymore. Everything's done on the computer, right? Or the cell phone. So why would I learn to spell? Why would I focus on learning how to spell something the right way when it automatically does it for me, right? We see the same thing with math and calculators, right? Now, I, I tend to try and keep up my math skills. Um, so I try to do as much math as I can by hand. I, I will literally, instead of getting a calculator, I'll try to write it down just because that, that is a skill compared to writing that I want to keep. I don't really care too much about writing, Um but the math skill, the, the ability to do math, I think that's something that's very important. If I'm ever in a, a store, I need to buy something and I need to know how much I have to spend versus how much is in my bank account, something like that. Hopefully I never have that problem. But, you know, going back 10 years ago, that was a major problem. I need, I need to know how to make that decision right away or come to that solution. So I do try to I do try to still do math by hand. But in general, the smarter we become, the, the more technology we create, the more technology you create, the more shortcuts it gives us, the more shortcut it gives us, um, the less we do on our own, the less we do on our own, the more likely it is for us to lose that skill. And um, man, see, I said I was going to get on a rant about that subject and I kind of did. But anyway, back to cell phones, right? I get a lot of questions and, I, and, I, and I'm sure you guys see it all over social media about traders trading from cell phones. And I always get the question, Keel, do you trade from your cell phone when you're away from your charts? And I said, no, I never trade from my cell phone. I may look at a, a, a price quote to see where a certain thing is at, but I, I never load up a chart. I never execute a trade off my cell phone. I, I just don't, I personally don't see that as a, as a 
a valid way to do technical analysis. Again, I'm not saying you can't, just me, I'd, I'd rather, when I do my analysis, I'm locked in. I don't wanna do my analysis kinda on the road, putting in half effort. I want to dedicate a specific amount of time at the same time every day to perform my analysis. I want to come up with my um, opinions on the market. I want to decide how I want to follow through on those opinions. And then I know what needs to happen for me to enter a trade. But I don't want to be talking to my kid in the room watching TV and then at the same time trying to identify a double bottom on a chart, right? It's just not my style. I, you know, I don't want trading to dictate my life. So I've never been a fan of, of using cell phones. But more importantly, it's not even the technical perspective of it because I know you can do a lot of cool things on cell phones now where you can get charts and you can actually view them. Cell phones are basically like laptops now. So I'm not saying anything against that. But the last part that I mentioned excuse me, as I get some water, about not having trading dictate my life, I don't want to be a slave to my charts. The main reason that I enjoy trading is because it offers me freedom of time. The Forex market in specific, because it's a 24-hour market, I can basically create my, my trading schedule around my life schedule. And I make sure that I give myself a massive amount of time away from the charts. Many of you guys think that I spend eight hours in front of the charts. That's not true. I don't know what episode it is, but I took you guys through my daily routine. And you'll see that I don't really spend that much time on the charts, at least doing analysis for myself. And it goes back to the whole time versus money thing, right? The more time you spend in front of the charts, that you don't necessarily make more money. In fact, I think the likelihood is that you lose more money the more time you spend in front of your charts because it gives you more time to make errors, right? It gives you more time to make mistakes. And I want to read, with you, read to you a passage from a book I just read. Um, just finished this book yesterday. It was a diary of a professional commodity trader um, by Peter Brandt, Lessons from 21 Weeks of Real Trading. And in the book, let me flip the page here, he says, um, certain personality types are incompatible with the realities of commodity and forex markets of the commodity and forex markets while other professional traders may disagree i warn three types of novice investor types to avoid these markets one day traders three the emotionally unfit individuals whose emotional makeup has led to frequent life troubles and two right going backwards because i want to follow up on this one two Balance checkers, people who want to know their account balances frequently, uh, frequently, frequently, <laughs> frequently during the day. And he says, in my experience, traders who are obsessed with the value of their accounts during the course of a trading day are destined for failure in the commodity and forex markets. The reason deals with the nature of leveraged markets. Undue concern with one's account value will override market judgment and lead to defensive trading. Defensive trading never works. To be successful in the commodity markets, a trader needs to focus on trading the markets, not his or her equity balance. Within a framework of proper money and trade management, trading commodity and forex markets is not for you if you would need to check your account balance frequently. And in my opinion, this is what a lot of traders that are trading off their cell phones are doing, right? They're frequently checking how much am I up, how much am I down, right? And it's, it's essentially the same thing as watching your trade play out tick by tick, 
while you're on a price chart. Now, this is different from the, you guys who are, are actively managing it, right? For you guys that are actively managing it, you have very specific rules on what needs to happen in order for you to actively manage your trade. So you're not just checking to see if you're up or down, you're checking to see if uh, a specific occurrence happened in the market so you know whether or not you need to make an adjustment. I'm talking to the people that are just checking their balance checking to see how much they're up, how much they're down on a particular trade. And it'll drive you crazy. For you guys that are tier one members, so members of the, the trading education company that we have, if you go back to the trading edge video I did on, this is June 10th right now. If you go back to the trading edge video I did, it had to be Thursday, June 7th, I walked you guys through a dollar Canada trade that we had that went sideways for 24 hours. Right, it went up, hit target ones, and then it, it literally went sideways for like 20 hours, I believe. So you can imagine yourself looking at that trade, tick up, tick down, tick up, tick down, tick up, tick down, right? Drive you crazy. And the longer you watch it, the more likely you are to make a mistake, the more likely you are to make a mistake, well, that just opens the door for more and more mistakes to come in your trading career, which eventually leads you bleeding, your, uh, bleeding out your account. So that's my main problem with cell phones. is isn't, isn't necessarily charting. It's just the, the frequent watching and tracking. And, and if you're gonna be a professional trader, that, that doesn't work. If you're a professional trader, right, there are three things we should know before we ever get involved in a trade, right? EST, entries, stops, and targets. There's a great book called Pitbull by Marty Schwartz where he, uh, he got a letter from one of his... Uh, one of his trading mentors, and it said, the majority of the work done happens before you ever take a trade. And I believe in that 100%, right? You should do all the analysis before you take the trade. Once you take the trade, your, your job is simple. Let it play out. Let it play out. And if you're consistently checking your, your balance, well, the likelihood of that happening is going to be, uh, well, <laughs> it's going to be a lot, a lot worse than if you weren't checking it. So stay away from your cell phones, guys. It can do nothing but harm to you. Don't be a frequent balance checker, right? It's only going to lead to you making mistakes. It's only going to lead to you bleeding your account. And it's only going to lead to you going back to square one in your trading journey. So I hope you guys see that my problem isn't with cell phones, rather the habit that they encourage. Trust me, if you want to be a successful trader, you should be spending more time away from your charts than on your charts. I know it seems weird, but the more you look at your charts, the more you're going to agonize over a losing position, the more you're going to get excited over a winning position, and it's just a recipe for disaster. It's going to pull and tug on your emotions, and eventually, you're going to make a mistake. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. If you want to link to the article that I talked about in today's episode, I will include that in the show notes below. And also, if you're looking to get educated, if you're looking to spend some time with myself and see how I operate day in and day out in the markets, feel free to take advantage of our 14-day trial. Not only does it give you access to our London Live Trading Room and our New York Live Trading Room, but it also allows you access to our software, our daily trading edge videos, and also a full training course called Emergence. So I'll put a link somewhere for that as well on social media or just go to tier1trading.com and there should be a button that says 
start your 14-day trial now. So I look forward to working with you guys and I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Trading Coach Podcast.